on, let's lift our hearts with our hands and love the Lord together. And let us believe Him together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your holy touch and your mighty hand and your great presence. Thank you for all the wondrous things that you have already done. Those wondrous things that you're doing right now. All the wondrous things that you have planned, oh Lord God. I give you praise, Jesus Christ, for your great love and mercy and peace and compassion. I thank you, dear God, my Holy Father. Great is the Lord and mighty is the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody said praise the Lord. <laughs> if you have a Bible this morning. In the book of James this morning, James chapter 3. Good to be in God's house here right now and to feel and experience what we've been feeling and experiencing here this morning. I don't want to take it lightly or take it for granted, but it is written that we are to feel after him. In James chapter 3, in your Bible, verse 17. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruit, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Everybody said praise the Lord. I would like to focus on the portion here where it said easy to be entreated. Easy to be entreated. Everybody said hallelujah. I'd like to preach this morning on tender heart. One word, tender heart. You may be seated. In the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 13, you will find a reference to Rehoboam. Abijah was the one doing the speaking. He was a king. And the Lord was with him because he was operating with God, doing things properly. And in so doing, he was trying to avert war with uh, Jeroboam, who was the king of Israel, the, t the ten tribes. And uh, Abijah ripped a page out of history <clears throat> in making a reference to Rehoboam, and he said when he was young and tender of heart. To be, to show God a tender heart. It is written in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 32 that we are to be tender hearted. That was written to us. That's how we're to be. When you come to God's house, as you have this morning, you want to show God a tender heart. If you show Him a tender heart, a heart that is, according to Scripture, we can use it along with James's writing, a heart that is easy to be entreated. Easy being the opposite of hard. Tender 
being the opposite of hard. That our, our heart, now do not go down here, we're here. Biblically, scripturally speaking, it is talking about your spiritual heart, the seat of your thoughts, your mind, and your emotions, your feelings. This is what the reference is to in the Scripture, almost without exception. It is referring to your, your mind, your thoughts, and your emotions. We want to be tender in a service. We don't want to find ourselves hard-hearted. We do not want to find ourselves obstinate or stubborn or like a flint or a rock that we are closed up and like a shell over us. And the Word of God is not penetrating. It is not getting to us. We are shutting everything down like a trap door and holding it out. One example of an individual outstanding in the Scripture who displayed that and had that characteristic to where God said, fine, that's the way you want to be, then I'll help you along. And that was Pharaoh. Pharaoh was very hard-hearted. And in, in spite of all the miracles, in spite of all the signs and the wonders that were performed right in his presence and in his land, his nation, he still persisted in fighting against the word of the Lord, resisting the prophet, the preacher that brought the word of the Lord to him. He faced the consequences also. He reaped the consequences of the hardness of his heart, even to the point of death that touched his family. It is important, very important, to come before the Lord with a tenderness, a tender heart. If I was to put it in something that you could easily relate to, I would talk to you possibly about all you steak lovers out there. You don't like your steak tough. I've heard people refer to steak, and somebody would say, how was it? And they say, it was tough as shoe leather. You know, that's not what you want to hear. That's not why they bottle that stuff that you sprinkle on it called a tenderizer. You want that steak to be tender. You want it to where you can almost cut it with just a fork. Almost don't need a knife on this one. You want it to be tender. What kind of heart are you showing God this morning? You want to show Him a tender heart. You want to let praise and worship the songs that are sung in the Spirit here, the lifting up of our hearts with our hands. You know, a lot of times we'll say, let's give the Lord a good hand clap. But I think it's far better if we give God two handfuls of our heart lifted up in praise. It's a little bit more effort, and that's a good thing. It means a little bit more of you are into what you're doing. And as you lift your heart with your hands, and that scripture is in the book of Lamentations, as you lift your heart with your hands heavenward, then you want that heart to be tender before the Lord. The Word of God, as it is being preached, you want the Word of God to find it easy to entreat you. 
easy to approach you, easy to appeal to you. You want to show God a tender heart. You want to be a tender heart. You don't want to be somebody that's hard. You don't want to be somebody that is indifferent. You don't want to be somebody that's filled with unbelief and darkness, even to the point that the Bible called it a gross darkness, a hard, calloused darkness. You don't want that kind of heart before the Lord. As you come to God's house, the songs of Zion, the praise, the lifting up of the heart with the hands are all designed as a tenderizer. It's designed to soften your heart up. It's designed to get you prepared to give yourself to Him and to His Word. You want to show God that I can be approached. I'm not spiny and I'm not porcupine-like. I don't have these sharp quills out there all over the place. But the Word of God can come to my heart. It is one of your strong admonitions. comes from Psalm 95, and it said, Harden not your heart. That is followed through in the book of Hebrews, even in a fearful warning way, when he said, Lest your heart be hardened. And it went on to tell about those in Hebrews, he recorded it, that hardened their hearts in a certain day, in a certain time. They got hard-hearted, and when they got hard-hearted, then God dealt with them after the manner of their hardness. It's so much better to be tender-heart and tender-hearted towards the Lord. It's so much better to fall upon His tender mercies, the Bible called them. So much better to appeal to the tender side of God, that God has a gentleness about him. God has a meekness about him. He has uh, something about him that responds to people who show a tender heart, who show a gentle spirit, who show a faith and a believing heart towards him. God responds to that in a favorable manner. So we want to take the warning that tells us not to harden our heart as others did. They became an example to us, much like Pharaoh. They become an example to us of how not to do it. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to do it that way. I don't want to sit in a service either physically with my arms crossed or mentally with my arms crossed in some type of defensive posture uh, showing that mentally I have shut it down and that I am against and I'm not going to do that, and I'm not going to yield to that, and I'm not going to be easily entreated here. You want to be just the opposite. And everybody said, Amen. Second Kings 22 and 19 referred to an individual as also having a tender heart. A tender heart. How would you describe yourself? How, and I am not talking about out in this world and many things that we have to face, many things that we find ourselves dealing with, many different types of carn artists and, and people who would cheat you and are dishonest and would deceive you, uh, especially when it comes to the Bible, and then rip you off every chance they get and do it in the name of the Lord. Let me tell you, there are people that do all kinds of things in the name of the Lord and think that they do God's service when He frowns 
on it and he looks at it as I don't know that I have nothing to do with that that does not represent me that's not one of my ambassadors I did not ordain them and send them to go forth but you need to tell yourself that I want to bring myself before God and I want to show him a tenderness I want to show him a tender heart I want to one place actually two places in Matthew and Mark talked about uh, when it was young and tender if we could be tender before the Lord if we could show him that we're not hard hearted if we could show him that we're not uh, showing a stoniness and a rockliness in our heart here that we're not being stubborn and impudent one place in Ezekiel and that's the scripture that's the terminology used he said that they were impudent and they were hard hearted we do not want to be characterized that way by God I've seen people come and I'm going to tell you it's a good thing when you're able to be touched by the Lord and you can cry real tears and you can begin to break before the Lord God can work with that kind of heart I realize that nothing is impossible with God but I have examples from the Bible I have examples of people that a whole city where Jesus Christ in the days of his flesh walking the face of the earth came into their presence and the Bible said this is him this is God manifest in the flesh this is him who nothing is impossible he walked on water he raised the dead he opened the blind eyes he unstopped the deaf ears he loosed the tongue of the mute he took care of the palsy and those that had cancer or leprosy all kinds of things he forgave people of their sins he did so many great and marvelous and wonderful things he went about doing good the book said healing all that were sick and oppressed of the devil laid hands on a woman that had been bound by a a spirit of infirmity for 18 long years and she her life was straightened up everything was straightened out in her life 18 long years of misery let me tell you about this great eternal God that came in the flesh walked into a city came there to do good and could do no mighty miracles because of their hardness of their heart their unbelief the attitude that they they showed him and so those with cancer still had cancer those with blindness were still suffering from blindness those that couldn't hear still couldn't hear because he could do not many mighty works there the Bible said because of their unbelief because they were so hard and so callous and so stony and so set or sought in their ways in their mind they were not going to allow the entrance of his word and consequently they stayed in darkness because the entrance of his word brings light the scripture said it brings revelation it it absolutely brightens up everything for you you don't want to let the enemy deceive your heart and make you hard hearted the bible even talked about getting hard through the deceitfulness of sin consequences of it you don't want that because you'll condemn yourself one place the scripture said they judge themselves unworthy Oh, you are judging people. Well, they judge themselves by their actions. They judge themselves unworthy of everlasting life. They they just absolutely shut it down in their minds, in their hearts. The Bible teaches that the Apostle Paul, now there's a good example of somebody that for all of what he showed on the outside, 
God saw tenderness on the inside. And God reached past that exterior and touched his heart. Now, I'm not going to tell you that he was uh, what I would consider to be easily entreated. No, I won't say he was easy to entreat. I'm going to say that it took a little bit extra with God on that one. And easy to entreat, we might consider the man that was sitting under the fig tree, Nathaniel. And the Bible said that when Jesus told him, he said, I, I knew you when you were sitting under the fig tree, I saw you. And the man immediately was a believer. He just said, I believe what you're saying. I'm going to do what you say. I'm with you. Here we go. Come on. And, and Jesus said, man, is that all it took for me to just tell you that I saw you back yonder when you were sitting under that fig tree? And, and uh, he said, you're going to see greater things than that. That was nothing what I told you. That was a, not even really considered to be the tip of the iceberg, less than that. He said, you're going to see angels ascending and descending on a ladder from earth to heaven. Oh, my friend, the good things that God has in store for a tender heart. For somebody who will believe him, somebody that is easy to entreat, somebody that's easy to talk to, easy to preach to, easy to communicate with, easy to work with. Oh, what God can do with that. And, and here we have this man, Saul, who we will just now refer to as Paul, this man that became the Apostle Paul. And he was breathing, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughterings. And he was going about doing all kinds of mischief and holding the, the coat of them that were picking up rocks and stoning his servant and, and so many things. He took people to jail and men and women alike and was against anybody that was standing for the name of Jesus Christ. Yet this man in route to do more mischief, to breathe out more threatenings and more slaughterings, in route he was knocked to the ground. Like I said, it was a little bit more than just saying, I saw you under the fig tree. I think that at that moment he was kind of thinking, why didn't I just listen? But he got knocked to the ground, and there the Lord spoke to him. Everybody else didn't know what was going on. They weren't hearing that voice with the words that, that was being spoken to the heart of the man that was to become the Apostle Paul. Some thought it was lightning or a great noise, or they were just totally duh about the whole situation but Saul Paul he got up and he was blind he couldn't see any natural thing and he got look for somebody to guide him because God had spoken to his heart God found some tender part of that man's heart and said you go to a certain street you go to a certain house and there's somebody I'm sending to tell you what you must do not what you want to do you get rid of that hardness we cut that away let's work with the tender part here listen to what's being said let your ears be open to hear what's being said remembering that he taught that we are this man the apostle Paul was inspired to teach that we are to be tender hearted we are to be tender hearted. And our hearts are not to be hard. Our heart, our, the warning is consistent in the scripture against being hard hearted. So we don't want to be that way. We want to fight that off. We want to resist that. And everybody said amen. It is also repeated in the book of Romans about that hard, that impudent, that hard 
heart and that it leads to the very wrong place for eternity that we do not want to go to. On the other hand, the tender heart, people that are seeking after glory, immortality, and eternal life, that they recognize that the goodness of God is not a weakness. The goodness of God is not a compromise. The goodness of God is not saying you can do anything you want and I'm still going to let you by. The goodness of God is leading you. It's leading you to repentance. It's leading people of a tender heart, people that can be easy to entreat, people that can be approached, people that will respond in a favorable manner as it is written. The people that were hard-hearted, they did not, they heard the same thing others heard, but their response was, I'm not, I'm shut down here. I'm not opening and allowing a bridge of faith, a highway of faith to go out. The welcome mat of faith, it's not going to be there. I'm not going to receive. And the scripture said they did not receive the gospel, the good news, the message with faith. They heard the same thing other people heard, but they didn't receive it with faith they resisted they were hard-hearted they were resistant and hard-faced and hard mind and attitude even to the point that Enoch prophesied about people with all their hard words their hard speeches hard things that they have to say sharp criticisms things that they uh, showed that they had a bad attitude about them let me tell you there ought to be a fear there ought to be a reverence there ought to be a respect about God and it will come from a tender heart you want to thank God for the opportunity you want to thank God from a tender heart that you have this heavenly opportunity that he's mindful of you that he cares for you and he's concerned about you how are you in this service this morning as God reaches for you as God dealeth with you and tries to make you a son or a daughter through the spirit of adoption placing you in the body of Christ the church of the living God promising you heaven and to be with him for all eternity where there'll be no sickness no pain no suffering no devil no temptation no evil feelings or spirits to tempt you in any way shape or form no darkness but there will be light because our God is light let's lift our hearts with our hands and let's love him you want to be the tender heart come on as you worship him you want to be the tender heart you don't want to swagger with ego you do not want to show God a stoutness of heart Hardness of heart. You want to show them a tenderness of heart. One man in the scripture, as an example, one individual that I will pick out. The Bible teaches that he was spared so many things that were coming in the way of judgment. And it was all because when the word of the Lord went forth, he was tender towards it. He trembled at it. He began to try to get it right with God. And God said because of his reaction, because he was of a tender heart towards my word, I will spare him of that judgment that's coming upon the people of the land. Let me tell you, there is a wrath that will come on the children of disobedience. Your Bible terms it that way. A wrath, not a tribulation, a wrath that will come from God and it will come upon the children of disobedience people that would not stop doing the wrong thing
thing that they were hard they would not repent and I tell you there's a spirit that will come in this land that men and women will not be able to repent that's how hard that spirit will make hearts and that's in your Bible so right now while you have the opportunity to respond to him to be easy to show him I'm easy to talk to Lord I'm easy to be approached here Lord I'm not going to resist you in any way, shape, or form. I'm not going to quench what you're doing. I'm not going to put that out. I'm going to yield to you, Lord. I'm going to show you a tenderness, Lord. I'm going to let your word find its way into my heart. I'm going to be a tender heart, Lord. I'm going to be a tender heart. All the pre-service prayer, all the prayer through the week, all the worship, all the praise, all the singing designed to tenderize you, get you out of that hard world out there, bring you into an atmosphere. There's nothing about God and worship and praise that we want to hide from you. I don't want to take any of this and put it in, a, in another room somewhere where you can't see it. You need to see it. See all those children running around this morning, tender little hearts, tender little hearts, but you can have the heart of a child no matter what your chronological age is. You can show God a tenderness. You can show God, I need you. I need your word. I need the experience that you're offering. I need your love. I need to be saved from the devil and saved from myself and all the things that are around me. I need to be delivered from people, crowds, gangs, posses, whatever you're associated with. I need to be delivered from that. I don't need to get hard and ugly and mean and nasty. I don't want to be that way. Lord. I, want to, I want to show you a tenderness here, Lord. I will praise you. I will worship you. I will repent of my sins, and I will be baptized in your name, Jesus. And I will lift my heart with my hands, and I will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I will not fight it off. I will not resist it. I will not say, I'm not going to do that, or I'm not going to let go, or I'm not going to just give myself to you. I'm not going to be that way, Lord. I'm going to give myself to you and ask you to do with me what you will. That's what I'm going to do. Come on now. Let's lift our hearts with our hands and praise and worship Him. Be the tender heart this morning. Mm. Come on now. Where are you that would shake and tremble at God's Word? Believing that God means what He said. Just because time goes by and nothing's happened does not mean that it won't. Don't let that cause you to become hard-hearted because sentence is not executed speedily. Don't judge yourself unworthy of eternal life. You can have this great experience Show him you're a tender heart. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Let's come and gather around. 